0: The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow.
1: It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch.
0: Swing a long drive. Deep to
1: right. Covering all things baseball. Going. Going. The big leagues.
0: Going,
1: going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye.
0: He has done it. He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bats.
1: Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang,
0: zoom, go the fireworks.
1: The Fan.
0: I know, but this Welcome in to the Hot Corner. Or it must be a Wednesday. It is. A hot Wednesday.
1: Did you know that I've basically been talking since 1130 in the morning?
0: I do know this, Michael. <laughs> I do know this.
1: Minus a little gap from one to three,
0: but yeah. Yeah, I... uh My I, vocal cords are getting taxed. I took a little napper, a little nappy. Oh, must be nice. Yeah, I got to the station about five o'clock.
1: Thanks for listening to the show, by the way.
0: You got it, dude. I watched... uh France and uh, Norway you got here at five o'clock yeah where did you go to sleep at your desk at my desk (laughs) you just like (laughs) kicked
1: your legs up and passed out
0: pretty much man (laughs) life dude it's this heat man it's killing me
1: it is quite warm and I I know you don't have air conditioning in your place so I'm assuming your apartment is not fun to be in right now
0: Uh, I got the window AC unit rolling just in your bedroom or in the living room it's in the living room oh that's good
1: yeah is it keeping it away for the most part kind of yeah it's still like 76 but at least it's not 98
0: yeah i wake up every morning at like eight in my own sweat Mm. just like uh great well because yeah because the house faces the faces the east so i get the morning sun
1: yeah we uh i used to live like that i had i did have a a window unit that worked really well in our bedroom but uh, now we have ac and it's very nice
0: yeah i'm surviving it could be worse don't worry it's just
1: these two days it's going to be 80s the rest of the week, so that's probably better for your AC than 95. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I guess so. I just, I just don't like it when it gets this hot this early. Well, I know
1: you're also. Well, I just don't think you like it when it gets hot. You like rain and clouds. I, I do like. You're rain. a true Northwest kid in that sense. I do. It's just life's so much easier that way. Uh, not really. But yeah, it
0: is, dude. Because I can just put a
1: rain jacket on. But then you don't have to put a rain jacket on when it's nice out.
0: Just wear your sh- your shirt. But then you can only take so many clothes off.
1: That's true. That is true. I always like to say that I, I'd rather be cold in a house than warm because yep. I can always put layers on. Yep. But I cannot take my skin off.
0: See, si, senor. But
1: I do like it when it's hot outside because it makes it nice outside.
0: I guess. I heard some people when I... I, I parked in the back today. I'm not quite sure why. I just felt like parking in the back today. And uh, I heard some people on, like, jet skis and boats in the uh, poop-filled Willametta they was sounded like they were having a grand old time and i was just thinking to myself the whole time like you're going to be sick as a dog in like 24 hours every every person i've ever met that has swam in the willamette
1: oh swam in it
0: gotcha yeah it's like
1: oh, well it's really 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 cold
0: well and it's really really gross well yeah it's the poop filled willamette yeah. for a reason yeah uh so i was just i don't know i had that to the, brighten my day. Well,
1: if you're just riding a jet ski though, you're not going to get sick, right?
0: If You fall in the water multiple times. You got a bunch of water
1: going in your mouth. Well, that's true. That is true. Yeah, Even man. on the jet ski, you're probably getting some water to splash up. I've never ridden a jet ski. That always sounded really fun to me, but I never did.
0: I've never done it. It seems a little white trash to me.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> Coming out the gate with a hot take. All right.
0: It's, it's just, it's Welcome just, into the hot
1: corner. Not after dark. Not for the next couple months, at least.
0: Uh, it's just I uh, eh. I don't know. What were we talking about?
1: Uh, we were talking about the heat and the AC and yeah. the poop-filled Willamette.
0: I'm over that. Okay. I'm watching Houston-Milwaukee in here right now. Oh, okay. Bottom of seven. Could uh, be my World Series preview. I have the
1: Stanley Cup game on because it's a game seven, and I feel required to watch a game seven. And I am interested to see if the Blues can win. But after the game ends, third period should be starting here in a couple minutes. I will put baseball back on.
0: Yeah, I don't really care. I can't name a single player on either one of those teams. Okay. Uh, I used to know the name of the dude that got hit in the face for the Bruins, but then I forgot. <laughs> Does that make me a bad sports person?
1: Oh, I think you're okay. Not knowing hockey. I think in this, in this city, if you don't know the NHL, it doesn't make you a bad sports person. Just look <laughs> at Isaac Rupp. Yeah, He doesn't know anything about the NHL. That's true.
0: I do love when I listen to this station and some people try to talk about baseball on this station. I'm like, you're cute. <laughs> you don't know anything.
1: Well, they know something.
0: Uh, Mike Judge hit home runs. Mike Judge hasn't swung a bat in like two months. Mike Judge, <laughs> sorry. Oh my God, I'm dying here. Mike Patrick, are you Aaron sure that Judge. you're
1: you're not the person you're talking about?
0: Maybe I am. Maybe I am. I thought you were I continuing
1: am. the joke by saying his name wrong, and then you just kept going.
0: <laughs> no, I know. No, I'm an idiot. I'm a struggle today, dude, and it's probably because it's probably because I took that nap.
1: No, it's probably because you had more slider meat than you ever th- thought you would ever have.
0: Yeah, I ate a lot of food today.
1: No, you didn't, though, because you didn't finish any of the sliders. Well, I finished all four of them.
0: Well, but I ate dinner, too, just a minute ago, so it's oh, like okay. I'm just, like, stuffed.
1: Ready for the comatose to hit? Yeah,
0: and it's Wednesday, so we have a tasting panel, and I...
1: <laughs> Look, Patrick, your life sounds really hard.
0: It is hard, Michael. It's, you don't almost, understand. it's almost
1: as if no one would trade that life with you at all.
0: Well, I don't make a lot of money. So,
1: well, a lot of people don't make a lot of money.
0: Yeah, but I guess I am
1: happy. Yeah, we did have a good time today, though. That was fun. We did. I was teasing the sliders because we went out to the Brewers Burger Fest at Wayfinder, which was part of Portland Beer Week. And we recorded our beer podcast out there and had four very unique, delicious sliders and four really good beers, three really good beers. And um, the, uh, <laughs> the it was a really fun experience. And we met a very nice couple from Minnesota. Yep. And they were very friendly, and yeah. uh, as Minnesotans tend to be, and uh, yeah, it was a good, it was a good time.
0: What a crazy time to travel to Portland and just like drop in on Portland Beer Week.
1: Well, I think that they intentionally came on Portland Beer Week.
0: Oh, they know that.
1: Yeah, because they told you they went to Denver for GABF twice, and they're yeah. big. He's a home brewer, so he's a big craft beer guy in Minnesota. I think they came here intentionally for Portland Beer Week.
0: That's pretty rad. Yeah, I always take that stuff for for granted, I guess. You know, Because I'm just like oh, I live here. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder what it would take for me to fly to a city for a specific week of something?
1: Uh, free booze?
0: No, because I get free booze here.
1: Yeah, but you can go to a cool location you haven't been to and try their free booze.
0: That's pretty what, cool. What if they don't
1: have good booze, though? Well, then, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to give you a good example.
0: <laughs> man, I guess I really hate life today, huh? I
1: think a lot of... I think you, you and everybody would go to a lot of places for a week to drop in an event just to see what the city is like. As long as it was affordable and you didn't... You know, maybe you don't take PTO for it because it's hard to take a week off of work for anybody um, or most people. So, but all things considered, be fun. Go explore a new city. Someone says, hey, it's Nashville barbecue week. That sounds really cool.
0: I don't like barbecue all that much. Well, that's not right. That's not true. I like barbecue. I just don't eat a whole lot. Traveling for food weeks isn't,
1: doesn't Look, seem... everybody, today's going to be Patrick poops on everything Mike says. <laughs> just because I'm behind the glass, he feels like he can
0: just poop on it all. No. And it's fine. No. I only poop in the day hmm. Okay. That sound okay? Is that better? Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure, sure. Oh, Kaleed Oakley. Well, we got a cool show lined up for you guys today as there are things happening in the baseball world that we'll get to. We've got uh, all-star voting. Have, first round has come out. We'll catch up on that see if people are making good choices, as we will eventually lead up to us doing our voting, but that's still about, I don't know, two, three weeks away before we want to do that. Uh, what, else, what else do we got going? Uh, Dallas Keuchel finds his home and makes some comments about the process to get to his new home, uh, which I found was interesting, so we'll get into Keuchel and those comments as well you can also uh hit up the better you today text line 55305 that bad boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show you can also find us on social media i'm at pdd085 on instagram you can find mike at mike lynch 27 on twitter as we mentioned earlier the beers on us podcast will drop tomorrow around 4 p.m as mike and i took part in a fun portland beer week event so check that out you can download at tennythefan.com itunes google play really wherever you get Your podcasts. Coming up, uh, the legend that is David Ortiz uh, was in an accident the other day. And we'll start there first. This is the Hot Corner on 1080, The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080, The Fan. I am so excited to slurp up my favorite pitcher in baseball. My favorite pitcher in baseball ain't pitching so well right now. So we're just trying to slip it in there. might Might have to pause on that guy for a little bit. about uh, seven sixteen, welcome back in to the hot corner. Uh I just turned the game on because I was watching it because it's a good matchup. And Mike informed me that uh Justin Verlater had fifteen Ks tonight. Career high. Career high?
1: Yeah, that's what really? that's what the MLB Twitter told me.
0: Huh. I would think uh I would think he'd have more than that at some point.
1: Is that a new career high with fifteen K's.
0: Well good for him. Yeah. Not really. I don't like the guy.
1: You know, that might be an interesting topic at some point. Hmm. No, we could do it today if we want
0: can do it right now. If you want, Mike, we run the show.
1: The thought of which baseball player made the biggest swing from hate to like in baseball for you in your life. Which player did you hate that you now like? Because Verlander is a pretty big swing for me because I really did not like him on the Tigers. I did not like the Tigers. I thought they were kind of a douchey team. They had a bunch of personalities I didn't like. Yeah. I find it hard to dislike the Astros because they've got a ton of really good players that are just fun to watch and not douches. Mm-hmm. And then I watch Verlander do his interviews and he's just a chill guy. Yeah. He's a really nice guy and he's married to Kate Upton. So props to that, my friend. And <laughs> I don't that know. I, the I,
0: free pass.
1: I don't know if that's my biggest swing from hate to like, but in terms of recent memory, that's that's one that sticks out to me. I used to really not like Verlander and now I do.
0: I think my biggest swing is pretty I think this is a pretty easy one for me. Um, I was thinking it was going to be Alex Rodriguez, but I actually kind of always liked Alex Rodriguez. Uh, I think the biggest one for me is Derek Jeter growing up as a kid. I was like, man, that guy, I hate that dude. I am so over this guy and his mediocre defense and his like right place, right time kind of mentality. And I don't think he's that great. And then I finally got to the point where it's like, maybe you should stop hating on, you know, one of the most charismatic, fun legends of the game of baseball. I think wow. yeah, I think mine's Derek Jeter.
1: That's a pretty rare Patrick thought too. Hmm. Maybe you should stop hating on this guy that I've hated for a very long time. <laughs> You're usually very very passionate about who you dislike.
0: Yeah, I think it was just like, you know what? He's actually kind of good. Yeah, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. What a bunch of rings. Really clutch. Seems like a really great guy. I think you just you just it it's like I don't hate Tom Brady, you know, but I think people hate Tom Brady just because he. Wins a lot of rings.
1: Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. I don't know if I, I hate, hate Bill Tom Belichick. Brady. I don't I hate, like rooting hate, for him, though.
0: I hate Bill Belichick for benching Drew Bledsoe.
1: Mm. But that's the wazoo in you.
0: No, that's the reality in
1: me. Right, but the wazoo in you is always affected by things related to wazoo players. <laughs> like if the Warrior or whoever signs the, if Clay Thompson leaves the Warriors and goes to a different team and then they you know, treat him poorly, that team is dead to you forever.
0: Dead to me forever.
1: Because Clay is a wazoo legend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't mess with it, dude.
1: The other ones for me would be guys who were Red Sox who were then Yankees, like Johnny Damon. I hated, hated Johnny Damon. Yeah. And then he was a Yankee for a long time, and he was kind of good. And, and I was you're like, like,
0: what's up? I'll root for this guy.
1: The only one I couldn't, I could not like Kevin Youkilis. I always hated Kevin Youkilis, And then on the Yankees, I was like, I don't like you either. I don't like you. <laughs>
0: you know who you're forgetting that you really love is Jacoby Ellsbury. Well... You love Jacoby Ellsbury. I never
1: hated <laughs> him either, though. So it's kind of tough to, to even put that in. But yeah, I do. I do love me some Jacoby Ellsbury, Oregon State baby.
0: I'm not even a Yankee fan, and I don't like Jacoby Ellsbury. I don't Ma- like Madras anybody, High legend. <laughs> I, don't <like laughs> anybody, I don't like anybody that can't stay healthy. I know. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a Red Sox forever. I'm gonna be a Red Sox forever. Blah blah blah. blah. Then we go play for the Yankees, just get paid and never play baseball. So again. do you
1: hate Tulaweski too?
0: Uh, because no. you know what's
1: happening with him. He's been hurt since the second week of the season. And he has not come back. To be fair, back. he's
0: been hurt for like five years.
1: Right, but he has not come back, and they sent him home to think about his future. <laughs> <laughs> See, it did. Because Didi is now back, and they've got Urshela yeah. playing well, so like, we don't need Tulowitzki. Yeah,
0: and you guys will probably trade for Frankie Lindor in a year or so and call it a day. Yep. Um, is let's let's, I can't wait for that, by the way. Are you going to hate Frankie Lindor after that? (laughs) No, I'm just going to (laughs) cry. Uh, let's think about it from the flip side. Is there any player that you really liked that you just all of a sudden were like, and I'm done with you?
1: Huh? That's interesting. Alex Rodriguez. Um, that would, I mean, that would be it. That's an easy one because A-Rod was great and fun to watch. And, you know, when he was on the Rangers, there was we all kind of knew about steroids at that point, but it was still kind of like, Oh, maybe he's doing it legitimately. And then he said all those things and lied about a bunch of things. And then he joined my team and then was really bad in the clutch and couldn't hit in the playoffs for most of the seasons. And then was really just a bad person for a while. And I, it's kind of weird though. Cause I've kind of swung back to liking him again because mm-hmm. he's good on TV. He's
0: great on TV
1: and I like his opinions. So I've got, I've gone from like to hate to like a rod. That's been a big swing for me.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't really have anybody. Because Br- one, Bryce Harper?
1: No, because I don't like him again. Did you used to like him? No. When he first came up, were you hyped about Bryce Harper? No, I was never hyped about
0: That's Bryce Harper. No, I was never hyped about Bryce Harper. Okay. Who gets hyped about some spoiled, rich Mormon Okay, kid?
1: okay, okay.
0: What? What? That's the truth. get so angry about him. <laughs> well, I can't stand the dude. He's a piece. I'm trying to think. There was definitely somebody in my head in Major League Baseball, somebody that you used to like a lot, and now you dislike. Is there an Indian
1: who left the team and then came back and killed Cleveland every time they played or something like that? Um, No. Did you hate Carlos Santana when he left? No,
0: I was kind of glad when he left. Did you hate Edwin Encarnacion when he left? No. Made too much money.
1: Hmm. Uh, CeCe Sabathia?
0: No, he's he's awesome. How, how do you hate Carsten Charles Sabath? Well, I'm
1: just I'm throwing out players who left for greener
0: pastures. But none of them left. We traded all of them. Cliff Lee <laughs> traded. <laughs>
1: oh, Grady Sizemore
0: D- died. No,
1: but did you used to like him and then start to hate
0: him? <laughs> oh no, I always liked him. I just got sad because he couldn't stay healthy. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. I think I, I bet know. You John has a lot of these. I think I know my person. I think I figured it out. Who? I think it's David Ortiz. That you used to like and now you hate? I really am not a big fan of David Ortiz. Well, it's not a great segue for the next segment we're going to be doing here. Oh, well, I think it's because, and, you know, stop me if you've heard this before, but the man I used to really, really enjoy because he was fun-loving, charismatic, all that kind of jazz, really great at baseball. Very good. Until all of a sudden he gets a free pass for absolutely everything. The man is a steroid user. It has been documented, and everyone's okay with it because he has a great smile and hugs everybody.
1: That is true.
0: And he's going to go in the Hall of Fame, first ballot, probably unanimous, and everyone's just going to turn the blind eye because he's just a super fun-loving dude.
1: Was he in the Mitchell Report? Is that what you're... Yes, I, yep. So, okay, so the Mitchell Report is, although it is to us, like, yeah, okay, they did it. It was never necessarily proven, right, that they did it. It was part of a report, which was... I'm trying to remember the Mitchell report because I was so young when it came out. Was it a fact that all those guys named were steroid users or was it just here's the information I've gathered? Here's the evidence I've gathered. You can make your own judgments.
0: I believe if my memory serves me correct, I believe what it was is that people in Major League Baseball were randomly drug tested and the results of those drug tests would not be disclosed nor held against them because they were testing for other things. And so he was on that list. I think Alex Rodriguez was on that list. I think Rafael Palmeiro was on that list. I think a bunch of dudes that were steroid users were all over that list. And you know, everyone wants to bury A-Rod, but nobody wants to bury Big Poppy, you know? It just drives me crazy. And he's part of Red Sox Nation, which that could be that could be my biggest thing cuz in 2003 I was rooting for the Red Sox. I was an Indians fan, but we weren't that great. So I was rooting for the Red Sox to break the curse. 04, they break the curse. I'm like, this is really rad. By 07, I'm like, oh, no, what have we done? And fast forward to 2019, and I can't stand those people in the slightest.
1: How about this? This came in on the text line. Doc Gooden and Daryl Strawberry.
0: Because I'm, you f- I'm too young for them.
1: Well, I know, but you, you still know about how good they were. And Daryl Strawberry played when you were growing up. But then they turned out to be like big drug addicts and just not very good people. Daryl Strawberry signed something for me at a restaurant once, and I was like, "Oh my god, this Daryl Strawberry, he's the mad he's a mad. It was amazing, and then it turned out he wasn't the best person in the world. And it's like, "Oh, that that's really lame." So those are guys that you can. What, I guess that's one way to look at it: is you liked them before you found out who they truly were, just because and that they he, were bad people. Just because he was a cokehead. Well, no, but he also. Again, I don't want to say anything because it might be wrong, but I'm trying to. Rem- Doc Gooden more than than Daryl Strawberry were just bad people. Like they they committed crimes, right? They were not good people. They were not role models that you were that you thought they were when you were growing up. So I think that is a good a good text, a good option. This guy asks you Manny Ramirez.
0: No, for you, nope. always, You always love Ram? Still love Ram. even
1: though he's a steroid user.
0: Yep, he's the only steroid user I like.
1: Uh, this text says Jason Hayward. Great first year as a Braves fan, then went down. Told Cub fan when they signed him, "Have fun." <laughs> That's a good hate, uh, love to hate, right yeah, there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Someone said Roger Clemens. I could see that. Yeah, because Clemens was cool, and then it was like the Piazza event went down, and I think ever since then, he wasn't so cool anymore.
1: This texter says, "I hated Ricky Henderson when he played, but still had the sense to tune in for his stolen bases record. Now I marvel at him." So, I, 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 I did not watch Ricky Henderson. That was that was before my time. Or if I did, it was not peak Ricky Henderson, and I don't remember it. So I I, I cannot say yes or no about that. But.
0: Yeah, there's got to there's be more that I'm just not thinking of. I'm full of emotion and full of hate, too. There's got to be somebody that I'm just not making it happen. Not happening, Mike. Well, you
1: could think about it. We have a break coming up, right? Right meow,
0: if you'd like. Right, right meow.
1: And you can think about it. And then we can get into David Ortiz, who apparently you hate, and he's a hero who just got shot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe he deserved it. Who knows? Don't look at me that way, Michael. Have Hol- you read the reports
1: of this? Homer Simpson gift fading into bushes.
0: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's slide into this David Ortiz topic when we come back. A uh, Reports coming out of the Dominican Republic that David Ortiz was shot, uh, and he is now recovering from his wounds, and we'll discuss that next. But first, there's Mike with sports.
1: This is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan.
0: Baseball players that you liked that you now hate or hated and now like. Uh Deal said a good one that I would agree with. Um I used to along with Deal enjoy uh Kurt Schilling. Now I just find him to be a giant douchebag.
1: Mm, I never liked him so that's that's hate to hate more for me.
0: Yeah, I definitely liked Schilling for a long time. I think I think he's a very good player and I I think it's kind of ridiculous that he's not in the Hall of Fame. That's just me personally, but he is a giant tool bag now. Yes. Also, yes, as is. a kid, also as a kid, I used to really, really despise Edgar Renteria because of Game Seven of the '97 World Series. But I don't really hate him.
1: Okay, but that's more like despised to. Hey, I don't really care anymore.
0: Well, he was a good player, right? Yeah, you know? and it's but like, it's not
1: like you're like I loved Edgar Renteria.
0: <laughs> no, I just didn't like him because he walked off on the Indians. In the 97 series. I wonder
1: how many of these players will be affected fantasy baseball-wise. Like, if for a couple of years, you get a great keeper who you used to hate, and all of a sudden he rakes for you and you win two fantasy baseball titles, and you're like, I love this guy. Yeah, right. That could cause some cause some strife internally.
0: Starting to get a little frustrated Carlos Correa, though. I ain't going to lie about that.
1: Ooh, this is a good one. Chase Utley. Chase I Always I, a tool back. I kind of liked him early in his career. Oh, God, no. And then I, I found out who he was, and I was like,
0: oh, God. <laughs> Oh, no. Brian
1: McCann's another one. I used to like Brian McCann, and then I found out who he was, and I was like, stop being that guy. Stop being that guy.
0: There are tons of players that I dislike that I never stopped disliking. In fact, my hatred for them might have grown. Like guys like A.J. Pierzynski. Mm. Ooh, I think I found another dude that I used to dislike, and now I dig the big hurt, Frank Thomas.
1: Oh, you disliked him because he killed well, your yeah. team probably, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's a White Sox. He right. White Sox, and he hit like 500 home runs. Right. Uh, but I love him on TV. He's great. I, I he's mean, real I, lovable. I love his smile. I he's feel cool the dude. same way
1: about David Ortiz. I mean, I hated Ortiz because he killed, killed the Yankees in every single game. But mm-hmm. he is a lovable dude on TV, so it's it's kind of hard to keep hating him because he's – and I, I really, really appreciated the – this is our bleeping city How after cool? the Boston bombings. I thought yeah. that was really cool too.
0: Well, speaking of that, David Ortiz uh, survived a what is being reported as a point-blank gunshot.
1: Basically an assassination. Basically
0: attempt. an assassination in his home country of the Dominican Republic. Now, there is a ton of stuff swirling about this, um, which we can get into in a second. But health-wise, it looks like he lost part of his gallbladder, his colon, um, some of his intestines as well, as he was shot kind of in the back, in the lower kind of stomach area. Uh, two men. Really poor
1: at- job of an assassination if you're shooting a guy in the lower back.
0: And you're that close. Yep. Like point blank range. Like, dude, the head's up there. It makes
1: it makes me think that he didn't want to kill David Ortiz because, well, he's a legend in that country. Yeah. But he wanted to try to by inflicting enough injury and still making the money. And, well, it turns out he's just going to get arrested for it. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. And two people have since been arrested for it. And one guy. Six people have now been oh, arrested. Oh, six people now. And yeah. one guy Got the ever-loving crap beat out of him.
1: He was the motorcycle driver. The driver. Someone and as co- he tried to get away, he crashed. And everybody who was at the club just ran after him and just demolished him. Well,
0: yeah, you shot David Ortiz, man. People well, he ain't didn't. cool he with that. He drove the motorcycle. Well, I mean, you, you're with people that did that. You so. were part
1: of the assassination attempt. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that's a crazy story because... I mean, you would think of all the places in the world David Ortiz would be safest in his home country where, you know, he is beloved. Uh, but then these reports come out that maybe he had sex with a drug dealer's wife. Yeah,
1: the, the police are not saying what the motive was yet, but a couple of, I don't know if they're trustworthy, but a couple of reports are out there that there were rumors that seemed to be enough of them that could be could be true, that at least the person who attempted to kill him thought he was sleeping with his wife. mm It's not confirmed, um, nor denied, nor denied from what we've seen or from what I've read or heard. David Ortiz did like to throw it around a little bit. Mm. Um, There was a fight between his wife and his mistress at the hospital in Dominican Republic. So or at least that's on TMZ. We think we think again, I shouldn't say any of these are facts. We think it was a fight between his wife and his mistress. So, I mean, it's David Ortiz likes likes himself. The ladies. So if a hot lady who happens to be the wife of a drug lord comes to David Ortiz and says, hey, Big poppy, let's go. I don't know if he's going to turn that down without asking many questions, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, and uh, so, you know, he but got all, into, all rumors again. All rumors. Be all very rumors. clear. Just rumors. Um, once he got into stable condition, uh, the Boston Red Sox did everything in their power. Sent uh, sent a plane down there to pick him up, bring him to the old U.S. Of a. And uh, into Boston specifically, well, there's some of the best hospitals in the world there. Uh, and I heard this morning that uh, he took a few steps after surgery. Sounds like he's going to be okay. Yeah, the fact that, yeah, I mean, it
1: is amazing that where he was shot was where he was shot. But it's amazing also that he is quickly recovering and that he didn't hit like a vertebrae or anywhere right. in his spine. It was just organ damage, which I know is serious. And, but I, I feel like that is recoverable. And it's, it's good to see that he is recovering.
0: Do you, if you're David Ortiz, do you go back to live in the Dominican Republic? Well,
1: um, if it were me, I would say no way. But if someone is actually trying to kill you, I don't think you could go anywhere from a drug Lord and not fear for your life unless you somehow get this made right in some way, shape or form. Um, I mean, Boston, not not so much, but there's a ton of Dominican people in in the Northeast in the New York City area. If he has, if that drug lord wants him dead, he will have him dead. Right? That's just kind of how it goes in these yeah in, in these stories. But I don't know. It's weird because he's a legend there. Yeah, he is the most beloved person ever in Dominican Republic.
0: Well, you can't be
1: swinging it around. Right. I guess that's the lesson. If that's true, I I don't know. I, I don't know how you go back, but your whole family is there, your whole life is there. I don't I don't know. I don't and know it, how you go. And if you move back. to
0: America, do you bring your mistress with you? You have to, right? <laughs> I guess. Or do you just get a new mistress. Well, it's not very fair to the old mistress. I know, but if
1: you leave any of your family down there, are they at risk?
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. It's,
1: it's a weird it's a weird situation. I don't know if I were David, I don't know what I would do, because you're so connected to that country. There was a, something in, in an article I read today that said. Yeah, he, he walked around with little to no security because he knew the people of the country would protect him.
0: Yeah. So, oh, so close.
1: I guess that didn't happen this time. They tried to protect him by <laughs> beating up the motorcycle driver <laughs> after the fact, but nobody ah, saw it coming.
0: That's so wild. That's so crazy. I wonder what, have, I wonder what have this would have been like had he died, you know? Oh if, my God. If the if the story was David Ortiz shot and killed in a club in the Dominican Republic.
1: Oh my God. Right? And then the details came out that it was an assassination. And you're like, oh my God.
0: Yeah, right? I feel like the magnitude of this story isn't as big because he's alive. And doing well.
1: He's and, not yeah. like he's not he was never, I don't think, in critical condition. Every time I, I read it, he was in stable condition. I I could not thank God it didn't happen that way, right? And yeah. that's what I'm saying is I I like David Ortiz as, as a person because because of what I've seen at least, I don't know him personally. Yeah. But I mean from I don't, his public image, I like David Ortiz, so I would even though he was a Red Sox, I would be devastated if he was if he was killed in the DR.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't dislike David Ortiz. I think I dislike the free pass he gets, you know.
1: You don't want anyone to die. No,
0: no, yeah. no, no. Uh, no, no, I don't <laughs> want
1: anyone to die. I don't want anybody to die. It's just I don't know. It's a crazy story, and every day there's more and more details that come out. And like today, the detail was the amount of money they paid, which, for by the way, was I think ten people were involved in this.
0: And didn't I see something like seven point eight
1: thousand dollars? I think total. It, it was four hundred thousand Dominican pesos, which is just under eight thousand dollars. And I, I thought that's uh, that's pretty low for ten people to right. share.
0: Seventy eight hundred bucks, guys. But Go Su- kill this legend.
1: But Suke's point was, well, in, in places like that, that's a lot of money for these. I people. suppose that's true. So. I don't know. I'm I'm assuming it was for everybody. I don't know if it was if it was per person, that's a little bit different and in I, terms of the, the money you're making.
0: And I know that the the guy that they originally arrested did have a background.
1: Oh like criminal background? Yeah, he had a oh. criminal
0: background and I also
1: I don't know if this is true, but I heard uh, two the, two of them were cops, I hired police officers. To oh do it. really?
0: Yeah. Dude man, I'm just gonna stay in Portland and stay in the Northwest. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs>
1: Don't be, don't be scared.
0: I'm not going anywhere. By
1: the way, the Blues just won their first ever Stanley Cup.
0: Thanks, Michael. I was going to say that. I, I, It probably sounds better coming from you anyway. <laughs> After you just bashed on the <laughs> NHL. <laughs> I have a bash on the NHL. It's just not my sport. All right. You know, you want me to bash on the NBA? I can do that all night, baby. I, know you can. I can do that I've all night. I've heard you night. do it. <laughs> all night. But see, I actually like basketball. That's why I bash on the NBA. Oh, these poor guys. They're crying. They're so sad. They're so sad. They're crying. All right, when we come come back, uh, Dallas Keuchel signs for a new team, but also had some interesting choice words that I want to get into as well. We also have fair or foul coming up at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour, and we'll start off the 8 o'clock hour uh, with some uh, all-star voting updates. We'll get to all that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan.
1: This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on
0: 1080 The Fan. All right, as we said, Blues win your are St- your 2019 Stanley Cup champions as they're skating around the ring right now. Are they hoisting it? I changed the channel. they got the cup yet? No, they're talking to people. Talking to people? Who wants to talk to people? Why don't you just, why don't you just give, give me the cup, baby? Uh, and we got uh, game six tomorrow, right? The NBA Finals? Correct. Does that push game seven to Sunday?
1: I have not checked. I'm not sure. I would imagine. That
0: sounds super NBA. Well, they've only so far once this series
1: had one day off in between games. This is. it was There was a Wednesday, Friday in there, but every other one's been two days, two days, two days, two days. You know what? Let's find out.
0: Oh, I don't really care. It is Sunday. <laughs> yeah. But that, I was like, it's got to be on Sunday. That'd be the most NBA thing of all time.
1: Sunday, five o'clock, ABC, if necessary.
0: If necess- it'll be necessary. Oh, you think so? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah.
1: You think they're gonna close it out tomorrow? I don't know. I don't I don't know anything about the series, man. Now that KD's out, I feel like I know they won that game, but the everything feels weird about the series. I feel like the Raptors are still the better team. So well, I don't know. Yeah. Let's just watch it and enjoy it, huh?
0: Yeah. Who knows? I mean, wouldn't be the first time Kawhi's, you know, taking down big time dudes. So we'll see. Uh the last I believe Joe asked this last week in Fair or Foul because we talked about Craig Kimbrell signing with the Cubs. Would Keiko have signed by the time this show came back? I said no, you said yes, you were right, I was wrong. Cause Keiko signed on what, Monday? He signed the day after. signed the that. day after this Thursday. It was Thursday. Thursday. I Sweet.
1: Think. <laughs>
0: so Dallas Keiko signs a one year deal prorated with uh the Atlanta Braves. Looks like what, thirteen million? Yep. Uh, it was is the pro rated deal. So 13. probably
1: 5 or something like that. Probably
0: worked out to like a nineteen million dollar deal, right? If he'd have played the whole season. Twenty-one, I think it 21. was. Twenty-one, okay. Yeah. Uh and he makes his first uh start in the minors on Monday as they try to bring him in. I kinda wanna do what we did with uh Craig Kimbrell. Like how does this how how how's this move good for Keichel, and is this move good for the Braves? And I kind of want to start with Keichel in the first place. Like Kimbrel, this is, of course, a good thing because he needed to be on a team, and now he is, and he's on a contender uh, on a team that does need some some help, which we'll get to in a minute. I think he's in a great spot in an organization where they're not going to rely on him, so he will be able to kind of make his way into the rotation and hopefully pitch well.
1: I think it's a great spot for him. I mean, I, I thought all of the choices that he had were good. I thought Braves, Yankees, Cubs all would have been good spots for him to go to. He kind of... The Twins would
0: have been the spot. They oh, I forgot
1: pulled, about the Twins, too. Should have
0: pulled that trigger. I yeah. think they're so dumb for not doing that.
1: They didn't get either guy they wanted. They they wanted Keichel and Kimbrel. Sounds like they didn't even try, though. Well, I, apparently... I mean, they were... The team's in it. They were trying. Yeah. They probably just... I mean, it's the Twins. They probably don't have the money the other teams are willing to spend. But the... I think it's a great, any of the teams he would have gone to would have been great for him because it, you're right, it allows him to play baseball. He does like playing baseball. But it did kind of, as much as it sucks not to get a full year salary and not play for the first two months of the season, is it created an urgency for these guys and really good teams went after both of them. And Kimberly got a multi year deal. So he's set on the Cubs for a couple of years. Yeah. So sure, he missed two months of the season, but he went to a, a perennial favorite in the National League. For Keiko, taking the one-year deal is a little bit weird to me because isn't this just going to happen to him again next year unless he's amazing this this half season with the Braves? Yeah. Isn't he just once again going to want more money and the teams are going to say no? Isn't isn't he opening himself up for a bad cycle?
0: Well, that's what I think. And, I mean, that's kind of what I heard. Like, I heard an interview with uh, the, the GM for the Braves, whose name is escaping me right now. But, uh, I mean, I guess this is kind of just GM talk. You kind of have to say this. But you know, I think the Braves are open to a long-term deal with him. But then again, yeah, it's going to be how much money do you want? Uh, I need to, I need to find, I need to find this. But Keiko came out and said had some, had some thoughts on the on the process that he went through.
1: I and didn't see this, so this is all going to be new for me.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Start talking so I can find this
1: words <laughs> words talking hello uh,
0: okay i might not find the actual quote but basically what basically what he said is he was he's critiquing the process and how this all went down how it took forever for him to get signed and he basically called out the players association he basically said that this is something we are going to have to talk about when the next collective bargaining agreement comes up because i think it's you know it's ridiculous that you know teams are leaning on younger players and not willing to pay veterans he kind of like brought that up again. And I don't know how to tell the man that nobody wants to pay you $24 million a year for five years.
1: Yeah, and no, there's going to be something in the CBA or there's going to be a strike, which I still think we might be hurtling towards if nothing changes uh, or a work stoppage, if you'd like to be a little bit nicer about it. but
0: um, No, I'm pro-union. Strike!
1: The These players still deserve to get paid because they're still good. Right. And... He still made uh, it's prorated, but he still made $21 million from the Braves in this deal. Mm-hmm. Right. They gave him a one year, $21 million deal prorated to 13.5 million. So he's, it's not like he didn't make any money. It's the same for Kimberl It's not like he didn't make money. He just had to wait until teams were desperate. And I, I do think it's a little bit lame that these guys have to sit out just to create a, a need for them. But Maybe this is just what is going to happen to certain players. Maybe certain guys who are near the end of their career who are asking for too much money will wait until June to sign because teams will need them. There will be massive injuries. There will be teams that have bullpen woes. There will be teams that have a young player who's not panning out and they need a veteran to come in. There will be teams that need help in the clubhouse with a veteran presence, and there will always be a need for these players so maybe that will just be the new trend is uh, it will be sad, but certain guys every year will have to wait to sign. And I, if they still get most of what they want money-wise, uh, maybe they'll be okay with that. But I, I don't know. I mean, yes, I know he did lose $8 million of that salary because he didn't play until June, whatever it's going to be, 15th or whatever, but um, – he still made 13 mil and is still going to make on average what he would have in, a, in that kind of a season and play for a, a world series contender.
0: But what what is, what is, what are you going to get in the collective bargaining agreement? You're going to tell teams, okay, I mean, if Dallas Keuchel's sitting around still, one of you is going to be forced to sign him for four years. Like how, how I, I,
1: I'm not sure. What are I'm, they going to do? I, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on the CBA and what the inner workings of that looks like, but I know they're going to try to do something to make it so that this doesn't happen. Maybe,
0: I just don't maybe know how you something.
1: Well, maybe it's manipulating the salary cap and maybe it's changing no salary. cap. Or, uh, sorry, not the luxury tax is what I mean. Uh, maybe there's a way of manipulating. If you sign certain veterans, the luxury tax doesn't affect that contract or something like that, or may, it, it makes it less painful for a team to sign these good players uh, on their budget. So maybe that's something that can happen. Maybe there's a rule on the flip side with young players that, you know, you need to cer- certainly this is going to sound a little bit wacky, but in soccer, in some of the lower leagues, you get a lot of lone players. Right. Because you don't have full teams, and there's there are really good players in higher divisions that aren't playing, and they need to get experience, so you sign them on loan. It's like minor leagues, essentially. Right. But in some of those leagues, there's a limit of how many lone players you can have. Correct. So maybe on the flip side, there's a limit of how many fresh out of minor league players you can start. Yeah. Again, I don't, I don't agree with that, but I'm just thinking of of options that they could take to try to ensure that these veteran players still get signed by somebody for a, for what is close to their value.
0: Yeah, and coming across the Better You Today text line five five three zero five. There's also mentioned that compensation pick that's got to be that's got to be true. Sure, they
1: did sign the second the compensation pick was gone because yeah. the the draft pass and they both signed like that.
0: Yep, because draft picks are more important in baseball these days,
1: which is fine. I've, I'm I'm fine with making the draft more important. I'm fine it, with it too. The problem is in baseball draft picks are way, way, way tougher to nail than in any other sport. Yeah. But that's just because there's so many rounds and you're drafting high schoolers. So you don't know how they're going to pan out.
0: Yeah. I mean, the Mariners are really good at picking bad people. So that's a plus. That's true. That's a plus
1: Dustin Ackley.
0: Yikes bikes. All right. When we come back, uh top of the top of the eight o'clock hour, we'll get into some all-star voting. We got fair foul as well. And uh, maybe check in on some stuff going around on the league this evening. This is the Hot Corner on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.